welcome to Clear Talk. And I'm very happy again to have Joel Harris, president of Solutions 360 with me. Hey, Joel, how are you? Wonderful, Brad. It's great to be back. And unlike your weather up there in northern Canada, it's nice and sunny down here in mm. North Carolina. So you don't have to worry about the ice scraper and clearing off your car when you get in it? I'm, I'm jealous. It's I'm wonderful. Jealous. All right. Today, I was hoping we could talk a little bit about uh, a very important and um, expensive resource that uh, the technology integration business needs to use. And that is the concept of using pre-sales engineering for design, CAD, etc. Now, I know uh, in a number of the organizations that you've been in charge of, you've had the uh, challenge of, of managing pre-sales engineers. Can you talk a little bit about what you've seen in the past? Certainly, the uh, it's a it's a double-edged sword because on the one hand, the organization is better served when your sales team lets your pre-sales engineers into the conversation with the customers and they write a better scope of work and they do a design up front. On the other hand, that costs an organization money to invest in those because some of your best talent it's it's engineers who are really good and are good in front of people, which you know, tends to be a, a small subset of, of, of the group. And so we want them to be involved in the sales process, but we also kind of want to limit their involvement to when it really matters so that we're not just throwing a lot of expensive resources at a customer's kind of wild hair ideas about what they might do in their space. Very true. And have you seen in the past that organizations normally segregate the time build against pre-sales from the rest of their analysis of uh, usability? It's best if they do. I mean, not all uh, organizations have the reporting capability or ability to do that. It's it's somewhat common to people separated by role and mm -hmm. just call that overhead and put it below the line. Um, the better organizations absolutely have their engineers time built to the uh, specific task so they can track the amount of time that uh, is going uh, into that activity and then be able to do something about it. And that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about a little bit with Solutions 360 is how does Solutions 360 handle, if I time build to that task, what are the things I can do with both in, in, in recording it to that project as well as reporting against its overall use and, and functionality? Well, it's, it's a great question because in, in Q360, we time bill against the sales opportunity. Now we're actually time billing against different steps or phases within the sales funnel. And we normally have some engineering steps built into that, that sales funnel. Now, the interesting thing about pre-sales engineering time, it's the only type of time billing that we have that is convertible. So it starts off, we're working in the SG&A space. So we're working below the line, we're recording our costs, uh, but if we win that job, we have the ability to then convert and we credit that below the line cost and we debit job cost. So at the time you actually fire up the project, you initially have some labor cost and revenue generated right away. I think one of the things that's a really nice side benefit of that is now we have statistics to say, what percentage of this engineering time is actually getting converted to job costs? Which salespeople are using it most effectively? You know, there are ratios there we can now look at for different salespeople, for different types of sales, different markets. The other thing I think is a really interesting uh, statistic that I try and get people to look at is we look at the current open cost of engineering on a sales opportunity 
as a percentage of the opportunity value. Because then I can see if there is too much effort being put on too small a sale. And as you know, working with salespeople, sometimes any kind of warm body is something they're going to go after. And they may just put too much effort and too much engineering into trying to close a smaller sale. Wow. So that really gives the power of the sales manager to be able to allocate pre-sales engineering to the people who really can make use of it and leverage it, as opposed to just making it a free service that gets consumed by sometimes people who shouldn't be consuming it. Um, that puts a lot of power in the sales management position. That's wonderful. I wish I'd had that tool when I was running integration companies. Well, we would have loved to have sold it to you, but you know <laughs> how true. things work out. That's true. Yeah. And, and the other thing I like about it is there have I've seen situations where a salesperson may do some sandbagging. They may get a lot of design work done during the sales process because they're being paid on gross profit. That if that engineering time doesn't get then moved to the project and become part of the cost of that project, um, then it's just buried in SGNA. That is a tough line that Brad Malone and I talk about with Navigate Management Consulting all the time. Is what's the line to uh, where do you where do you stop calling a pre-sales engineer and start calling a project engineering? And I, I have a clue. It's not when the contract is sold. It's where you move from maybe a block diagram to a line, or where you move from general to specific uh, um, kind of design. So it's not about when the contract sold as to when you're doing project engineering. And the more project engineering you do before a contract is sold, the more amount of money you risk losing with that contract. It's a great conversation to have an ability to track it. Yeah. And the, and the companies that do it very well achieve balance. You know, like you said, it, it, there's no clear question. There's no clear KPI that we can say you should be spending X percent of your costs in pre-sales. You should be converting 70% or whatever. It, it really depends. And it's something that needs to be looked at on a regular basis and analyzed by the management team. It absolutely does because percent of win rate will do, will ultimately determine the cost of that to uh, a resource to your, to your sales efforts. Right. right. So it, it, that's a very important ratio to maintain and understand the utilization, the effective utilization of your pre-sales engineer. Whether you bring the cost above the line or not, it's still a very effective utilization tool to measure for your sales department. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, again, another interesting topic. I always uh, enjoy our discussions and look forward to talking again. Thank you, Brad. Really appreciate it. Take care. Take care.